Hello and welcome to The Mix. My name is Otto. My name is Olivia. And today we're talking about the KKK. The KKK was started by former Confederate veterans in Pulaski, Tennessee, 1865. In the summer of 1867, the Klan met in a general organization and established what they called an invisible empire of the South. The organization of the KKK coincided with the beginning of the second phase of the post-Civil War Reconstruction era. They were led by former Confederate General Nathan Bedford Forrest, who was chosen as their first leader or Grand Wizard of the Klan. He presided over a hierarchy of Grand Dragons, Grand Titans, and Grand Cyclops. At least 10% of black legislators became victims of violence during this time, and seven were killed. White Republicans and blacks alike became targets as well as schools, churches, and symbols of black autonomy. Moving into the structure of the KKK, during its time it consisted of a bunch of smaller groups spread across the southern United States. And while the government definitely tried to pin the blame on poor white people for the KKK's existence, the members existed across all social classes. Well, unless you were a racial minority, of course. Now in the group's early days, it was obviously a terrorist group, and it acted as one, but in its height after revival, it appeared to be more of an MLM group. The incentives you got for being a Klansman were actually pretty good. Probably way too good for what it was, though. To become a Klansman, you were charged a $10 initiation fee, which is worth about $100 today, by the way. And as a Klansman, you were sold things like $6 robes, as well as Klan brand healthcare for $53,000. At some point, the Southern Publicity Association signed a contract with the KKK to help with recruitment. The SPA would get 80% of the initiation fee, and seeing as they signed on when the fee was $10, the SPA was getting a pretty sweet bonus of 8 bucks with each new recruit. The SPA built up a national sales force of over 1,000 Kleagles, which was the name of the KKK's commission-paid salesman. These Kleagles would recruit a ghoul, aka a new member, and they would get a cut of about $4. The SPA would pocket $2.50, send two to William Joseph Simmons, and the remaining $1.50 was given to the Great Goblin, the title for regional supervisor. Soon, the entire KKK adopts this scheme, and the entitlement chain got longer. This made the KKK's economic structure closely model the modern-day MLM, complete with its own brand of bizarre and really goofy titles. The SPA was joined by the brand-new tier of King Kleagles, which were responsible for overseeing recruitment in each state, and this divided up the remaining $6 from recruitment even more, becoming $1 for King Kleagles, $0.50 cents for the Great Goblin, $1.25 for another new state-level authority called the Imperial Kleagle, 250 for the Grand Dragon, which was in charge of governance, and the two heads of the KKK, the Grand Wizard and the Imperial Wizard, splitting the remaining 75 cents. The group expands and moves into untapped markets, with the charge of spreading their me message, and that they did for 40% of the sale. But still, it was more profitable to recruit new members, since the clan sold to itself a lot. Clansmen were usually pressured into buying the KKK's products, aside from just robes, things like insurance, dry cleaning, helmets, Bibles, swords, and even candy wrapped in the clan's insignia. Klansmen would also pay an annual membership fee of $5, and the KKK's leaders collected an imperial tax on all local chapters, called claverns of all things, of about $1.50 for each member, paid in quarterly increments. The money went straight to the top, and at the time, clan leaders from state level and up were some of the best paid men in America. After 1870, Republican state governments in the South turned to Congress for help, resulting in the passage of three enforcement acts, the strongest of which was the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871. For the first time, the Ku Klux Klan Act designated certain crimes committed by individuals as federal offenses, including conspiracy to deprive citizens of the right to hold office, serve on juries, and enjoy the equal protection of the law. The act authorized the president to spend the writ of habeas corpus and arrest accused individuals without charge and send federal forces to suppress Klan violence. The expansion of federal authority used in 1871 to crush Klan activity outraged Democrats and even alarmed many Republicans. 
From the 1870s onward, white supremacy gradually reasserted its hold on the South as support for Reconstruction waned. By the end of 1876, the entire South was under democratic control once again. It was then that the organization took as its symbol a burning cross and held rallies, parades, and marches around the country. At its peak in the 1920s, Klan membership exceeded 4 million people nationwide. After that, Klan activity slowed until William Joseph Simmons organized a revival of the Ku Klux Klan near Atlanta, Georgia, when he held the first official administration ceremony on Stone Mountain Thanksgiving 1915. Inspired by the romantic view of the Old South, as well as Thomas Dixon's 1905 book, The Klansman, and D.W. Griffith's 1915 film, Birth of a Nation, the second generation of the Klan was not only anti-black, but also took a stand against Roman Catholics, Jews, foreigners, and organized labor. It was fueled by a growing hostility towards the surge of immigrants in America at the time and fears of the communist revolution. In 1965, President Lyndon Johnson delivered a speech publicly commending the Klan and announcing the arrest of four Klansmen in connection with the murder of a white female civil rights worker in Alabama. The cases of Klan-related violence became more isolated in decades to come, though fragmented groups became aligned with neo-Nazis or other right-wing extremist organizations from the 70s onward. As of 2016, the Anti-Defamation League estimated Klan membership to be anywhere around 3,000 members, while Southern Poverty Law Center said there was anywhere from 6,000 onward. My name is Otto. My name's Olivia. And you've been listening to The Mix.